0: How do we attract people to broccoli instead of sour cream and onion chips? That is a terrible example because I love sour cream and onion chips, but that's what attraction is all about. How do we position our messaging so that we are inspiring people to making a decision around health? It's the A of impact medicine. We will be unpacking that. The C of impact is one of my favorite things to talk about. The C stands for sense. C E N T S. And this portion of the system is called sense and sense. Talking about money and money mindset. So when we talk about, and we strip it all down, when we talk about the social determinants of health, the things that in a fabric of society determine health outcomes, it's actually financial empowerment that is the strongest predictor of health outcomes. This is Impact, the podcast where we explore entrepreneurship, mindset, and health to provide you with the ingredients for an unregrettable version of your life story. A few weeks ago, I went for my very first mammogram. I'm 42, and I probably should have gone two years ago, but we were in the midst of a global pandemic, and this was my first opportunity. And my doctor, who is so kind, who I truly adore, he said to me beforehand, are you, are you okay with this? Is there anything you need to know? I mean, listen, this, I talked about mammograms with my own patients. I knew what I needed to know. I know it's not the most comfortable experience in the world. I had read the memes. I had read the reports. I just hadn't experienced it for myself. And I sat in the waiting room and everyone was kind, and I was walked down the hallway and I knew where I needed to go and what I needed to do. And I was ushered into this tiny little anteroom and I was told to put on a gown. I want you to understand that when I went for my mammogram, I was dressed in my workout clothes and a sports bra and a workout top. And I walked into this tiny little room and I threw on a gown in lieu of the sports bra on the shirt and walked into the technician's room towards the mammogram machine and I removed the gown. And it really got me thinking about the editorials I had read recently about the history of the patient gown. This gown that we have been donning as adult patients for well over a century. There was nothing about the walk from the small anteroom to the mammogram chamber, that added dignity through the draping of this gown. In fact, what ha- would have been much more empowering for me as I approached this mammoth machine was for me to simply undress in front of it. Myself. And in fact, when she finished doing the mammogram, which really actually was not nearly as monumental as it had been described, she asked if I would like to reapply my gown so I could walk back across the hall to put back on my sports bra. And I opted instead to just get dressed. And the reason I'm bringing this up, the reason I'm bringing this up in the context of a podcast that I'm recording on the future of medicine is how antiquated our systems and our understanding of patient respect truly had become. And I wrote about this a few weeks ago on my Instagram, but I was reminded of it when I had the opportunity to engage in the process once again. Just how truly undignified so many elements of our healthcare system have truly become. And it doesn't matter whether you are listening to this in the UK, in South Africa, in the United States, in Australia, New Zealand, or Canada. These symbols of depersonalization that we have applied to our healthcare system and to the patient experience, to me, are the ultimate representation of everything that is problematic about the system at large. And I share all of this and I draw this to attention at the forefront of a podcast that I want to record. I'm recording it right now about the future of medicine. And I can't talk about and surmise and bring to conclusion a series that discusses human potential where we look at the possibility of what we can accomplish when we take our mindset to the next level. The possibility if we potentize our brain if we manage and integrate past trauma all the things that we talked about in the context of human potential to me through my bias lens through my life experience we can't talk about the next frontier of where we go as humans if we don't talk about the very essence of the system that cares for our health and so in bringing all of this to conclusion I want to talk about what it looks like when we discuss the future of medicine. I want to talk about what it would take for us to transform a system of care, one where we believe that dignity is handed back to a patient by handing them an undignified gown. I want to discuss what it would take in terms of innovation. You see, we we are excited about new medical tools, tools that enable us to swallow a pill and see every element of our insides or you know special lamps that we can shine on the skin that will diagnose any kind of condition or bands we can strap to our arms that can tell us our our heart rate and our respiratory rate, and our heart rate variability, and our intelligence. i can't do that, but I'm just saying. like We have all these tools, and yet we can't understand for the life of us on a systems level why handing patients gowns are symbolic of the disenfranchisement and the disempowerment that we engage in when it comes to how we treat our patients. See, for me, I have spent the better part of my professional career trying to understand what it takes to shift behavior, trying to understand what is necessary for us to address the preventative side of care. Looking at this global healthcare system, and if I look at the healthcare system at large, the best analogy I can think of is that the, we manage the healthcare system, doesn't matter what country we're talking about, the same way someone who is financially illiterate manages their credit card debt. Every month they pay off the bare minimum, maybe a little bit more so they can increase or have access to a minor amount of spending power. And then each month they engage in behaviors to manage the small amount of credit they have been able to accrue. We know that in the next 10 years, our population is going to explode. Our incidence of chronic disease is going to increase to a staggering amount, to an amount and with a frequency and intensity that our system cannot handle. See, when we threw COVID-19 on the table, the only solution available to us was to stop spending was to literally ask people to sit tight inside their homes regardless of their health status because we could not risk another transaction going through so the question i ask myself when i look at human potential humans who can put other humans on the moon what would it take for us to actually create a healthcare system built in sustainability to build a health care system that facilitated the ultimate perpetuation of health, that enabled humans to visit their doctor and not discuss their cholesterol, but to discuss their ultimate potential. See, these are the kinds of big ideas that I am fascinated by and interested in solving. And so I spent the better part Of the last two years, people are like, what did you do during the pandemic? spent the better part of the last two years writing a book. I've written a book called Impact Medicine. And Impact Medicine is about a system, a system of health delivery that acknowledges our desire as humans to reach our potential and not simply manage our disease. And so, the idea here when I talk about impact medicine is that the system that we need to build health is entirely different than the system that is in place to manage disease. And the line that delineates the building of health from the management of disease is called the line of fine. And I want you to just picture this for one quick second for me. See, we manage illness and illness needs to be managed so there's no part of me that that isn't acknowledging that when someone is catastrophically diagnosed with cancer or born with a genetic disorder they require intensive and specialized medical care but what's burdening our healthcare system are not people walking around without masks what's burdening our healthcare system are individuals with a chronic state of disease diabetes Cardiovascular disease. These are the things that are actually using beds. This was the dry grass upon which we sprayed the fire of COVID. And actually building health, mitigating the incidence of these diseases requires an entirely different system. And so when I say that our traditional system is delineated by this line of fine, what I'm talking about is that currently the goal of our healthcare system is to bring people to this magical line known as fine. Now, what am I talking about? Here's what happens. We go and we see our doctor, and then we come home, and we sit down at the dinner table, and our spouse looks at us, and they go, how was your day, honey? How was your doctor's appointment? And we go, oh, the doctor's appointment was great. They reviewed my blood work with me. They say I'm fine. They say I'm fine. So what happens when we say that you're fine is we stop any intervention of care. It doesn't matter if you are tired. It doesn't matter if you are bloated. It doesn't matter if you have incredible amounts of pain every time you have your menstrual cycle. It doesn't matter if you have regular headaches. It doesn't matter as long as the testing and the interventions demonstrate that you are fine. Because when you are fine, we free up a bed. When you are fine, we've paid off the minimum on the credit card. And as a system, that's all we currently have the capacity to manage. The challenge is when we release patients to the line of fine, they are entirely unequipped to manage the forward momentum of building health on their own. My entire career and educational background was learning how to pick people up at the line of fine, how to educate them around what it means to be healthy. But what I realized was that teaching people how to eat and how to move and how removing allergens from their diet can influence outcomes, can influence inflammation, can influence epigenetics, how we turn on genes. What I realized is people are vastly ill-equipped to understand what I'm talking about. And for me to spend 10, 15 years in school attaining expertise, to teach people how to eat basic food, well, that is an expensive proposition. See, part of designing this idea of impact medicine, how we pick patients up at the line of fine, how we design a system of health care, not to manage disease, but to move people towards their potential, well, that system and that way of deploying care, that system is entirely different than the one we use to manage disease, the way we interact with patients, the way we ask them to dress not in a gown, the way we interact with them, the tools that we hand them, the way we leverage technology and information and rewards and behavior change, that is entirely different. When I talk about impact medicine, I'm talking about the system that exists past the line of fine. I'm talking about the system of care where the power is actually handed back to the patient. It's not about the gown or the white coat or the hierarchy or the title. It's about giving patients a strategy for them to move forward with their health and with their care themselves. And I talk about all of this in the context of human potential and knowing that this fall, In the work that I do, we are moving towards an event. Every fall, I run this event called Impact Lives, where we bring together practitioners now because we can be virtual and in person. And this year, we're going to be both from around the world. We bring these practitioners together where we discuss concepts that are at the forefront of care. And this year, we're going to be talking about the future of care. And in my mind, we can't talk about the future of care unless we are simultaneously discussing this concept of impact medicine. When I talk about impact medicine, I'm looking at the word impact as an acronym. I'm not just looking at how do we deliver better patient outcomes when it comes to building health, but I'm simultaneously talking about how we build better outcomes when it comes to those who are deploying the care. See, burnout with physicians and nurses and physician assistants and everyone involved in the traditional sick care system, those levels of burnout are existing at unprecedented levels. If we're going to build a system of care where we are truly building health, then it requires that those individuals who are facilitating that transformation have equal access to that health themselves. And so it is impossible for me to acknowledge a new way of delivering and deploying care if I am not simultaneously honoring the health of those who deliver it. And so when I talk about this concept of impact medicine, it is with equal acknowledgement of the health and needs of the practitioner. And so this fall at Impact Lives, what we are going to be unpacking is this notion of impact medicine in terms of the future of health. Our theme for this event this year is looking forward five years. 10, 15 years to discuss and understand the trends of healthcare, where things are going and how we are prepared as practitioners. See, if we look up and we speak to futurists about where they believe healthcare is going, there's all sorts of discussion around the integration of technology. It is a no-brainer that we're going to be talking about the idea of telemedicine. But beyond the tech. And the tools that we are going to use to manage illness, there is significant discussion around this idea of individualized care, the advent of DNA medicine. And it makes me smile every time I read that, because what I've been doing for the last 15 years in practice and through my education is exactly that. See, whether we had the tools of, of DNA or a comprehensive intake, individualized care has been at the forefront of how I have and my colleagues have been doing it for the better part of the last decade. See, we intuitively understood that the way that we build health is entirely different than the way that we manage disease. And so in November, November 17th to 20th, some of the most preeminent forward-thinking practitioners in the world are going to gather in person and online and we are going to be discussing two things, the future of care, the future of health, and impact medicine. When I talk about impact medicine, I'm discussing an acronym, an acronym that, like I said, equally acknowledges the practitioner and the care that we deliver. The I in impact medicine stands for intent. When we talk about the system, and I'm going to be teaching this system, we're going to start with what you want your business and your practice and your mission and your purpose to deliver for you in your life. What is important to you in your lifestyle? What do you want to emulate for your patients? my healthiest patients had the strongest understanding and clarity around their own intention in their life. How do we as practitioners role model that if we haven't created space for that in our own lives? The M of impact medicine stands for mindset. And one of the things I found so fascinating in the work that I do with practitioners and with patients is looking at the similarities in mindset. See, for practitioners, what they are concerned with Is understanding whether or not they are worthy of the remuneration and the earnings and the income that accompany their work. They often feel, I just want to help people. I don't even want to get paid. I don't even know how to reconcile being compensated financially for my work. The energy and vibration of I am not worthy of being paid for the work that I do mirrors only one other thing in my experience. And that is the energy and vibration of patients who they themselves feel unworthy of health. And if we are going to understand and reconcile how we build health and maximize human potential in the future, we are going to have to undress and acknowledge the mindset of worthiness that is equally holding us back as practitioners and as patients. It is the M of impact medicine. The P of impact medicine refers to the people that we serve. And not just the people that we serve, but the way we serve them. See, one of the things we were, I was taught to do and I did forever in my practice was I treated patients one-on-one. And if you asked me what the future of medicine looks like, it would be about an evolution of care beyond simply seeing patients in a one-on-one context. It's expensive. It is vulnerable. And in many cases, entirely unnecessary when it comes to handing patients the information and the empowerment that they need to make critical decisions in their own lives. The P is about understanding how we extend beyond just one-on-one care to have multiple streams of access to our patients. I firmly believe that we don't reach more people just by keeping our prices low. We help more people by innovating our offer. We extend past one-on-one care. In the system, the impact medicine system, I talk about how we move our business from a place where we have one stream of income, seeing patients one-on-one, and the residual things that accompany that, like your dispensary. Having eight or more streams of income, when we are innovative around how we access patients at different states of readiness when it comes to our care. This benefits people, and it benefits us in our practice. It decreases the risk of practice. When we decrease the risk of practice, we decrease the price of our offerings. It's how we reach more people. That's what the P of impact medicine is all about. It's about the people. The A stands for attraction. How do we draw people towards the work that we do? As practitioners, we can all step back and go, everyone would benefit from knowing what it is that we do. Everyone would benefit from knowing how to eat better and how to take control of their health and read their lab work. But the reality is not everyone wants to. Not everyone has been sufficiently inspired to want to understand their health on that level. Not everyone has been sufficiently inspired to reach that state of human potential. So how do we attract them, not just to us and our businesses, but to this notion of better health? How do we attract people to broccoli instead of sour cream and onion chips? That is a terrible example because I love sour cream and onion chips, but that's what attraction is all about. How do we position our messaging so that we are inspiring people to making a decision around health? It's the A of impact medicine. We will be unpacking that. The C of impact is one of my favorite things to talk about. The C stands for sense, C-E-N-T-S. And this portion of the system is called sense and sense, talking about money and money mindset. So when we talk about, and we strip it all down, when we talk about the social determinants of health, the things that in a fabric of society determine health outcomes, it's actually financial empowerment that is the strongest predictor of health outcomes. The truth is, when we look at allied practitioners who are responsible for health building Despite the fact that health and wellness is a trillion-dollar global industry, a trillion-dollar global industry exceeds the size of the global pharmaceutical industry. The most educated people in that industry are often the poorest compensated for the work that they do. When I talk about sense and sense, it's about innovating a model so those who are most educated and have the capacity for the highest degree of innovation... Are compensated to match that level of education. This is beyond a question of worthiness. This is how we track diversity into our respective fields. This is how we build sustainability into our ideas. And it doesn't come at the expense of our patients. It comes through innovative thinking, it comes through entrepreneurial thinking. And it's a key part of what we need to acknowledge when we look at impact medicine. Finally, The T. The T in my system, because I made the system so I can call the letters whatever I want. The T stands for thinking like an entrepreneur. What do I mean by that? Thinking like an entrepreneur is entirely different than how you think when you are following an algorithm. Thinking like an entrepreneur means you are consciously making a decision to explore ideas outside the box. Thinking like an entrepreneur means that one of your core values, one of the core things that drives your decision making and your actions and your arena of exploration is innovation. A hallmark of health of the future is this idea of innovation. One of the things that will facilitate and enable those ideas that are going to increase accessibility, that will decrease the cost of one-on-one care, that will innovate around how we inspire people to live healthier lives, that requires us trying things out. That requires that we think like an entrepreneur, that we fail like entrepreneurs, that we get back up and try things again quickly. See, health of the future is going to be driven by innovation. It will not be driven by people who are fighting for us to do things the way they have always been done. Innovation will be driven by those with the courage and the bravery to stand on the front lines of what is possible. Those will be the people who take that lateral thinking that functional integration that will look at the human body as an entire system and dream of solutions that will expedite our greatest problems. That is the type of thinking, the type of innovation that is going to hallmark where medicine on either side of the line of fine is moving over the course of the next 20 years and honoring of the individual and whatever they want to wear to their mammogram. An appreciation for innovation that resides outside the algorithm. And an acknowledgement of the opportunity that resides within the delivery of unique individualized care. This is what impact medicine looks like. In my mind, this is what the future of healthcare looks like. And as I kind of pull this idea to conclusion, as I wrap up this notion of human potential... I want to leave you with an invitation, an invitation to join me at Impact Lives. This is the fifth year that we have run this event. Last year, we had over 1,200 practitioners from around the world join us virtually for this experience. It will be running from November 17th to 20th. We will be unpacking the future of health. I will be teaching the Impact Medicine System, and I will be joined by some of the most amazing, compelling speakers I know. I will be joined by Asha Frost, an indigenous healer who was on the podcast a few weeks ago and homeopath. She's gonna be talking about her book, You Are the Medicine. She's gonna be talking about how the capacity to heal actually resides within all of us. She'll be handing power back to the patient. One of the prominent trends we see as we look to where we are going with the future of health. I'll be joined by Dr. Alan Christensen naturopathic doctor from the states with a focus in thyroid health and alan has built the most innovative clinical practice and presence as it pertains to this unique field he's going to be discussing his model and he's going to be talking about how he's been able to impact so many people beyond one-on-one practice four-time new york times best-selling author jj virgin will be with us She'll be talking about how we drive and attract authority towards our practice, towards our personal brand. Linda Clemens. Linda is just one of the most spectacular women that I know. We are so fortunate. I'm so fortunate that I share a mastermind with her. She's a communications and body language expert. She's going to be talking about how we become magnetic as messengers for health. Dr. Quadro Kiramenting also a guest on the Anthropology podcast in the last six months before we make the transition to Impact. He is an ICU physician at the University of Ottawa Hospital, and he's going to be talking about how prevention is the future of medicine. In addition to these amazing keynote speakers, and as I said, I'm going to be unpacking what Impact Medicine is as a system We're going to have intensive trainings on the Saturday. We are going to have breakout sessions where you have an opportunity to get work done. This is the most innovative event for allied health practitioners in the world. Whether you are with us in person or you are with us online, we are going to be unpacking where we go as practitioners, not just so that we can diversify our incomes, not just so we can future proof our practices and our families on ourselves. But so we can step into the new arena of care, the post COVID era, this new system and this new way of reaching more people, so that ultimately we can have more impact on our patients, on ourselves, and on medicine at large. So if you want more information about Impact Lives, you can head over to Impact Lives event dot com. I had to think about it because I have impact and so many things in my life. Impactlivesevent.com. You can get all the links you need to be able to join us. If you go to meganwalker.com forward slash podcast is where we keep all the links to all the podcasts. But more than anything, I would love for this to be a call to action for those practitioners out there who are longing to reach more people who, as I talk about this idea of the future of health, have this like fire in their belly, about wanting to share from the rooftops what prevention and health optimization has the capacity to deliver. And more than anything, I want to gather people who are on the same wavelength as me, and that is rallying around this idea that when people have their health, they can change the world. Because now, more than ever, this world needs our support. So if you want to come and join us, if you want to be part of the movement, impactlivesevent.com com grab your ticket we will see you in november and either way we will see you in the future of health impact is what lives on when we leave the room tuck them in or step off stage it is less about what you do more about how you make them feel and everything about how you choose to show up in the world If you enjoyed this podcast, hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you are listening to this episode. I am your host, Megan Walker. Until next week, aim for impact.